All right, welcome back, everyone. This is uh, episode three, season six of the Devil's Cut podcast. Bonjour, as they say. <laughs> Pomplamousse, <laughs> as they also say. <laughs> the reason why we're speaking French is I don't know why. Why are we speaking French, Murray? I don't understand. Well, our guest is. Uh, well, first of all, Murray, is... what did you get in grade nine French? Like grade, my grade. Yeah, what was your what was your grade? Yeah, I don't remember. It's probably pretty good though. I think so, eh? Yeah. I, w- I would say I would say it was in it was between an eighty and a ninety. Wow, that's very good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I got an, I got a ninety three in grade nine French. Oh, well, f- what the fuck? You said you? I, I was expecting like a fifty with. Uh, Shut with the fuck up! Why would I get a fifty? No, no. Ninety three is amazing. Yeah, I was pretty. Why, too. Why'd you stop? Um, I don't know why. Yeah, I'm not sure. I should have t- I should have continued on with French. I like I like learning languages in general, so. But, there you um, go. Well, anyway, I mean, you know, the, we're we're speaking French because our guest tonight is uh, is a speaks uh, French. Yeah. is uh, is a French teacher. Yes, um, we have Jen on the show today to talk uh, not about teaching French. Well, I don't know. I'm sure it'll come up uh, at some <laughs> it point. It always does. I think it's one of my hot seat questions, but we'll we'll, we'll see. Um, <laughs> but we're going to be talking about. Well, I mean this this pandemic is uh, quite the clusterfuck of stuff, and uh, among yeah. Among many things that that COVID's kind of screwed over or changed is is you know our musical habits maybe the way that we consume music, listen to music, where we go to listen to music, to fucking dance even like stuff like that. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna talk about that maybe even reminisce a little bit about the the good old pre-COVID times and uh, yeah we'll see where it leads. Yeah, Jen, do you want to say hello to everyone? Yeah. Hi. Thank you. Bonjour. I guess I should say bonjour. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. And can I tell you what my mark was in grade nine French? <laughs> Please do. Yeah. Please. Do you guys, in, do you guys in wanna... French though? In French. Tell us what, in, it, what, what the number in French. Well, can you guess first, actually? What, what do you think a French teacher? I feel like it's either going to be really good or really fucking bad. I feel like you, you probably, I feel like yeah. you got perfect. It's possible to get a hundred percent, I think, mm-hmm. in a, I, in a languages mm-hmm. course. Yeah, just don't I, fail any tests. I mean, right. knowing you, I feel like you probably did pretty well. I gotta say, yeah, like I think I, you, I think you got a hundred. I, I gotta say, like a ninety-six. Okay, so you're way off. Mm. My mark in uh, grade nine French was soixante-dix-huit. Soixante-sixty-eight. No, no, okay, seventy-eight. Seventy-eight. Yeah, seventy-eight. I tell my so, students that. And they're like, wow. they're pretty, they're, they're pretty mad that I'm their teacher actually. When Shut they up. That. Are they yeah. really? Oh yeah. They're like, really this piece of shit? Like 78. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Really cool. No, but then I let them know that, you know, I, okay. I didn't really care in grade nine. And then by the end of high school, I got the, uh, you know, the award for highest French mark. No big deal. Wow. Wait, you, got the, you got the French award? You got the French the award? The French award. I sure you. did. And uh, I remember in grade nine, Grade nine, I I received the science award. Wow. I was I was wow. very surprised about that. No kidding. I, don't I feel like I feel like there was some kind of mistake, but you know I I took it. I took it. It was mm. great. Yeah. Interesting. Congratulations, you, Mike Murray. Thank you. I didn't win any goddamn I mean, awards in grade nine. It's probably wow, up, good for you guys. It's up on my wall somewhere. I'm sure. Good for yeah. you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Jen, I feel like, is it fair to say that, like, it, I mean, I know you, you got a 78, which isn't a terrible mark by any means. No, 78 like, good. Um, and you said, like, oh, you know, 
I didn't care as much in grade nine, but I feel like languages to learn a language, it really matters a lot how good your instructor is. Like it does matter. I think a great deal. Um, If they can make it fun. I'm not, I'm not not asking to poo poo on your grade nine French teacher, but I feel like my grade nine French teacher was an all, he was awesome. He's a hilarious dude, made French really funny and like useful. Yeah. Um, But I could see how like somebody who doesn't want to, doesn't like languages to begin with. And then, they had kind of like a, a boring ass teacher, right? Like I imagine yeah. it makes it even less fun, right? I, I think it was, uh, you know, it's a little different for me. I was in the French immersion program. Were either of you in French immersion? No. No. Mm-mm. So uh, like it was a little bit old hat. For me, I had a fabulous teacher in grade nine French. She was, um, you know, authentically French. She was from France and uh, she was awesome. But I just like, I don't know. I just, I just found it hard and I didn't really give a shit. Yeah. Um, I imagine it was really hard. But, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, I think you're right. The connections that you make with your teachers obviously matter, and you guys know that as teachers yourselves. And um, yeah, so I try to keep French class fun, you know, make it fun. Uh, I know you do because I follow you on Instagram, and I see that, that, shit, that yeah. shit looks amazing. The stuff you do in uh, your French class, pretty hilarious. Oh, yeah, you just got to give them food, and then uh, they automatically like you. No kidding. I think that's true for everybody. <laughs> really just across yeah. the board that's that's just a human thing i think so yeah, yeah. some sort of sustenance yeah. that's yeah. true mm-hmm. that isn't like a fig newton or something right yeah. mm-hmm. fig, fig newtons are fucking gross that's i would i would but drop, like drop out i've not had one in a really long time within an hour though you're dropping a deuce like if you have like, oh yeah two, three, yeah like that that's are, they, are they are they are they a laxative like that i figs are I figs are basically i like, guess so yeah yeah figs are yeah. Fig, aren't figs like fancy prunes <laughs> dates are you thinking of dates <laughs> i don't fucking know wait do fig newtons have dates in them no they have no, they're figs, figs. they're figs i'm an idiot yeah. obviously um <laughs> do, i don't know do chocolate covered thought... almonds have almonds in them what the Might fuck <laughs> could be crickets is that, is that could what this crickets. podcast is all about just figuring out basic like basic yeah basically yeah about stuff that life Murray and i don't know welcome back yeah. to more basic shit with mike and angel <laughs> that we should know <laughs> So how many days of the week are there and when when does the weekend officially start yeah, yeah. no uh yeah it's friday so it's been a long week i'm sure for for the three of us um jen you are you're new yeah. to the show it's your it's your first time so we we, we always first do a hot time. seat Be gentle mm-hmm. and i mean like there's there's five questions that i ask uh you have no idea what i'm asking you but i mean if if listen to the show or you can probably guess at least one of them is going to be a lot of them are geared towards favorite something and and most of them are uh are music related are you ready to get on the hot seat i'm ready to do it let's do it all right okay so you have an option for question one um because <laughs> because i know that you are also uh, uh into drama and the, the dramatic arts and musicals so you tell me wh- what's your who or what is your favorite artist or band or if you can't answer that your favorite musical oh shit i'm gonna go favorite musical and i'm gonna keep it uh um you know within within the realm of who i am and i'm gonna say les mis les miserables great so good choice oh right oh if, my if God. The, i was just about to write down les mis and then hold it up as also my, my <laughs> yeah. choice as well yeah. And and Love listen, it. Mike, if you ever want to like act out a scene from Les Mis, you know, you want to do, yeah, you're, you're my guy. I knew it. We, I mean, we have act out, acted out scenes together in the past. Yeah. 
So, we have. Uh, Murray just... does a pretty good Jean Valjean. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> yeah, of course he does. Look at the guy. Yeah. 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 Look, at that, look at that jawline. I mean. Yeah. Um, yeah. Interesting. Les Mis, eh? Like, just, and. and so good. I mean, yeah, I saw it. I... Why? Like, is it just because it's. Are all the... We had the uh, we had the we had this soundtrack when I was a kid, and we listened to it all the time. You know, when you know back when we were kids, you only had a certain number of CDs, a certain number of things that you listened to. So Les Mis was just one of the albums that we happened to have. I think it was the first musical that I ever heard, and so my family listened to it all the time. My mom loved it, and so I had it like long memorized before I ever saw it, and then have have since seen it a, a whack of times. It's, cool. it's so good. It is really yeah. really good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, agreed. I like yeah. I like the whole because it's it's historical, and I like yes. the whole like revolution piece and like you know the singing at the barricades and all that stuff. Like, that stuff that's that gets me. That gets me. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Cool. 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 All right. Um, I don't know how much French or francophone music you listen to, but do you have do you have a favorite French song? Oh shit! A favorite French song. I okay. We listen to a lot of French music in in class, right? My I have my students do music presentations and whatnot, and so it's always cool when they find somebody I don't know or introduce me to somebody. But a hot pick for the kids and uh, someone who I love as well is actually a Belgian singer who I'm sure you've heard of, uh, Stromé, who sings, um, or Stromé or Stromai, you might have heard him called no. before. Uh, oh. So he sings um, Papa Ute and Alors, la, Alors on Danse. Do, 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 do. No? Anyway, you wow. should look him up. You, you, you. Yeah, yeah, he's on the show now. We're playing that. We're gonna find. Yeah, some. do it. Yeah. So, pa, so Papa Ute is like, you know, Daddy, where are you? Anyway, it's hmm. it's the video is sick. I recommend that you that you watch it, and the song is really good too. Is yeah, it hip hop? So is it like French hip hop or, or, or yeah, no? kind of a little bit? Like yeah, yeah, hip hop dance. Yeah, it's cool. Cool. Huh. But we he made it pretty big in um, you know, in North America as well. So it's pretty cool. Right I missed, how, I missed, how I missed much, that uh, moment, man. How much French Kiss did you watch? How much music? Oh man, I oh. watched so much French Kiss. <laughs> did you really? I didn't. I did not. You were you were just practicing the French kissing. I mean, I mean, well, that too. I mean, I was just every once in a while, like when the the French version of a Rock Voisine song would come on. Yeah. Or whenever uh, any of his stuff. Yeah. 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 Um, no. Oh, when, when when was French Kiss on? Was it before? It was on at like three a.m. No, really? no, 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 yeah, no, yes. no. It, it has the worst time slot. I think it was on at like three o'clock in the afternoon. It was like before the grunge hour or something, or like uh, Wedge. The Wedge know. was at like nine. Oh, the, the Wedge, wedge. was late. The Wedge yes. was late at night too. Yeah, but like at a time when like you know if you wanted to get fucked up and like party, I love the Wedge. Throw on the Wedge. So did I. Yeah. Yeah. Um, was okay. that one that did Sikin Lee host that one? The Wedge. He. Did? I don't remember. I don't remember I was, actually. Yeah, Maybe. I feel like there was a lot more music on the wedge. Like the wedge was only like it was only like half an hour, and uh, it was like but it was a lot of videos, which was good. Yeah, and you nice. only heard like the the VJ's voice over like the I don't think you actually saw them, but it might have been Sikindi. Right, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, oh man, oh, okay. that reminds me of just like sitting at the TV with my VHS tape, trying yeah. to get that video. 
get that did you recorded. did you tape videos you tape videos, oh, right? of course i did yeah you i, ne- I never did that i never oh, did that no God. i just watched enough much music that i would just be like i know that's coming back on in like three hours so I'll just yeah the much music big one you know it's oh coming back. yes i i tape songs off the radio i did I that definitely i definitely did that, that. yeah a lot yeah. like a lot but uh, i never i was never like um i don't know videos were always fine but i was i was you know, videos weren't the be all end all for me. I wanted, I wanted that cassette tape. I wanted to bring yeah. it in like my parents' car and listen to yeah. it. Yeah. Same. I was the same way. Yeah. Did you, I did, did you guys yeah. make people mixtapes? Like, was that a mm-hmm. thing that you did? Like when it's, you really dug someone, like whether like, you know, friend or whatever, you just are like, I'm going to make um, a mixtape. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. For yeah. Sure. That was um, big for me. Uh, making, yeah. And I, I mean, I, I, on Midtown Radio, I still yeah. make mixtapes. Murray is Murray is a metallic tape, yeah. So yeah, yeah, mixtapes, mixtapes for big for sure. Yeah, that's cool. I always did them for like um, uh, for sports, like I'd I'd have like a just to get me pumped up or whatever, or like you'd be in the locker room and like getting ready for like a football game or whatever, and just pop in somebody's mixtape. See that that's interesting to me. That's a life that I don't know about at all because I was never into sports or anything like that, and so you know hearing. And, and I didn't have a lot of friends that were crazy into sports either. Everyone was like kind of artsy or music, like, like music-y kind of, kind of people. And um, anyway, so like teaching and asking students about it and them talking about like using music to pump them up and it being a huge part of like practice and pregame or whatever. It's fascinating to me. It was big. That's cool. Yeah, it was big. It's funny though, because I, I, I talk to kids now and... Um... They're actually, I think, I don't know, I, I could be wrong, but I think more and more kids are actually trying to relax, like are actually trying to calm themselves. So they'll listen to like, like almost sillier music or music that kind of like isn't so serious. Interesting, uh, pre-game. Like, yeah, pre-game, like yeah. country songs that they can sing along to or like, like I remember a bunch of uh, boys that I taught uh, all played like AAA, but they listened to like the Moana soundtrack, like fucking <laughs> weird, like. But it was just like it was fun. It was you know they didn't take it seriously, but it kind of it kind of like um, took the edge off because they were already super nervous and like they spent the whole week being wound up right and, and mm. getting ready for this for the game you know at practice and stuff and then it kind of like helped them relax. So I thought that I thought it was interesting because for changed. me like Times yeah yeah especially in the always, contact sport yeah, yeah I like wanted what, to listen to like rage or. Yeah. In the cool. hockey, like in the in the yeah. hockey dress rooms I was in, it was always Offspring, always. Mm. Oh always. yeah, so much. Mm. Like the Smash album was like mm. on repeat <laughs> in there. Oh, take me back. <laughs> so much Damn. Offspring. So much Offspring. That's awesome. Um, I don't even know where. How many? How many? Is that two questions? Okay, that was two. Um, I think. Yeah. Okay, question three. I change yeah. your order here. Um, are you musical, Jen? Do you, or do you play an instrument? Do you sing? Or how would you I, rate I, your musicality? I do not play an instrument, unfortunately. I played the violin in grade seven and eight. I was terrible. Um, sing. I enjoy singing. And actually, it was interesting in my 30s, my singing voice got a lot better. And then I was talking to people who actually sing. And they're like, yeah, your voice matures and you actually become a better singer um wow. a little bit later in life which is kind of interesting not later I, in life mine but, should know. be good mine should be listening to all well, like it should be okay by the time i'm like 200 <laughs> yeah. Then, so. yeah so i definitely enjoy singing but i wouldn't say that i am i, I can carry a tune but i'm not much of a singer interesting interesting mm-hmm. 
have you have you tried to learn an instrument like even now in your in your adult years or or is that just now that's so far gone you're just like ah eh, uh, I'm okay. I had a like uh, my high school boyfriend was a drummer so uh, yeah, I I don't know I like like fucked around a little bit on the drums right or like he taught me so I don't even know what do you, what do you call it what do you call like a, a beat a beat on the drum laying down the sick beat yeah laying down the sick beat on the drum yeah, yeah but uh I, I uh and I always wished that I had played the piano um oh my god oh, I wanted yeah. a piano so badly as a kid or even a keyboard and my parents eventually bought my brother and I a keyboard but it was kind of like way late or my perceived notion of, of being too late in life to uh, learn it. And I, I suppose like, you know, COVID should have taught me that it's never too late, you know, pick up yeah. an instrument and learn how to play. Yeah. What about you guys? Angel, you play guitar and you Angel's sing. Very, Angel's very musical. Yeah. Very musical. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, I picked up guitar kind of later in high school, like my last in like grade 12 in OAC. Um, mostly self-taught like you just you know i could i could uh find chords online and i had one really good one friend um who was exceptional at guitar and, and offered to teach me like you know basic chords and stuff but um yeah it's funny that you mentioned like when you get into your like 30s uh because i've played now at like eight or nine different weddings yeah and wow. like yeah like have had yeah, the people, uh, people that's how good he is people are like hey you gotta play our, uh, you gotta play our wedding i gotta yeah. say that shit's nerve-wracking though like i've been in situations I where bet. like it you know you obviously like you know you'll play the what is it the when you go into the church processional yeah yeah yeah. So. yeah and then um and like everyone's listening can hear you and watching you at the same time so i've been in that situation uh the first dance song though is always the one that like you don't want to fuck that up Fuck it's like, no. It's yeah. being recorded. Everyone's videotaping. Yeah. Everyone's got yeah. their cell phones out, right? Uh, yeah. Angel, so, I wonder how many weddings you fucked up, like like that you just that you um, wrecked. You know, so many divorces on, are because so of, many. Because early of on, I gotta say there was like you hired that fuck. Like, I didn't want to hire him. Oh, and now we're, now we're breaking up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's always just like I'm, I'm glad you know I'm happy to. No, the first couple for sure, I was not as much as I like practice. I think I probably over practice and was like way too high strung and like I, I'm sure I sounded okay but like there's a couple times where I was just too nervous but like the last couple um yeah good like and I and um I usually play with the same two or three people so like uh well you, you know you guys know Virginia yep. uh, and then our other friend uh Megan the three of us have played at a bunch of different weddings and then I played um uh, a couple of weddings for for family and um yeah I mean Again, I mean, I didn't take anything. I wish I had taken like actual lessons in, in you know, middle school or high school and stuff, but I was too busy playing yeah. sports. So I didn't have time, but yeah, I picked it up later in life and I, I'm in a uh, dad band right now. We're a cover oh band. Oh my God. Yeah, so, I mean, I've... And I just sing, which is pretty sweet. Oh, you don't have to, you just, you're just singer. You don't have to do anything else, eh? No, do you do like maracas or like a tambourine or anything? The, the other, the other five dudes I play with are, are really, really good musicians that like, I would be bringing everything down if I, if I helped (laughs) on guitar, like they're exceptional. So I just, yeah, I just sing. So it's, it's it's pretty fun. And it's like a dad bod, a requirement as well. Like, um, no, go... I didn't say dad bod. No, we're all... Did you go, do you guys go shirts off, dad bod? Yeah, tarps off, boys, like... tarps off. When it's fucking hot, yeah, it tarps. <laughs> off. 
Well, we, uh, yeah, all, all but one of us is a dad. So uh, I guess we can't technically technically call us dad band, um, but um, our drummer is uh, uh, yet to be a father. But yeah, we're, no, we're, no. <laughs> we just, I guess, yeah, we just, we all used to live in the same street or in the same neighborhood and then uh, kept, uh, kept tabs on each other. And yeah, we in the summer when things opened up, we practiced probably once or twice a week. It was pretty fun. Nice. Yeah. So, yeah I think that's good. cool. You probably music get pretty good. To, yeah. Yeah. Music seems to be one of those things that um I, I don't know, I feel like friend groups of friends will stay together. Even if they've kind of grown apart almost as friends, it's like playing music together will keep them connected. You know, I can't tell you how many friends that I have that are still sort of in these these bands of sorts, whether they actually perform or not, but they get together and they practice and they make music or just play music or jam or whatever. And, uh, and it's kind of cool. They don't really connect other than that. And obviously it's a huge connection. It's not nothing, but uh, I think I think that's really cool. Yeah, we like it. I, I look forward to it. I mean, we're, we're at the point now, like, uh, because of COVID, we're obviously in lockdown. Like we're, we're gonna try and just record stuff and like oh, someone's wow. gonna mix it and piece it yeah. together yeah yeah that's a that's yeah, a cool so, that's a cool step yeah we're just all we're all at home so i mean we might as well right why so, not right try, so yeah and like yeah. there's really great software that's like free the, yeah, and, and free. easy to use so yeah. why not yeah and you mike are you musical um in terms of like having musical talent mm-hmm. no not at all. <laughs> um, I, I, I like dabbled a little bit like with guitar in late high school because, you know, it was like kind of the cool thing to do at the time. And everybody had like shaggy hair and stuff. And that was, that was, you know, something I, I feel like I had to like, I, I was, I looked the part. I had like yeah. giant hair. Um, so I, I gave it a shot, you know, n- not, not for me. Um, singing voice is atrocious. Um, just atrocious. No way. Yeah, I believe yeah, it. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's not good. But <laughs> I I do I do have a really good ability to like know bands and know songs and just like memorize basically every band and every song I've ever heard and know who sings what um, from a lot of eras and a lot of genres. So mm-hmm. I that's because of like. I, I blame it on a lot of people. One, my father and my older brother, I think are the kind of the key there. Cause my dad would, my dad, like nobody fuck with the radio. Right. It's not like, it's not like today. It's like I drive around with my nieces and nephew and they're like, put this on. What? And they're like, and their parents do it. Right. My dad, you had to listen to that shit, whatever it was. Oh yeah. And oh yeah. That, like, was, that was, that was a generational thing. Totally. I think you did yeah. not like, it's like same thing totally. you're watching TV. When dad comes in, he takes the remote yeah. He watches what yeah. he wants to watch it's, and you can fuck off. It's yeah. over. And yeah. so my dad was not a flyer as well. He'll he'll literally drive anywhere he can. Like he's really, he's like, they got to build a fucking bridge across the Bering Strait so I can like <laughs> tr- drive drive to Europe. <laughs> like wow. like that, that's the kind of guy he is. There's an ice bridge you could take probably. <laughs> yeah. So any vacation we took was drive, we drove. So like whether it's Florida, like New Orleans, like wherever we were going. Um, so it was always music and always like older music. So I've got that down, um, yeah. that genre. Um, and I played sports too. So we did a lot of traveling for that, like around to different cities. So we were always driving, listening to music. And then my older brother was big into music too. Um, so yeah. he introduced me to more of the modern stuff and then I never stopped. Um, so yeah. I kind of got, I kind of got all the, all the tunes yeah. from uh basically 1960 on got that mm-hmm. shit covered 
Yeah, that, that's cool. It's interesting what you say about your, you know, just your family, like growing up in a family that loved music, because I, I, that isn't actually something that I came to recognize until my adult years. Because I always thought that my mom, you know, oh, my mom listened to the radio. She didn't really give a shit about music or, but really what I meant was she didn't give a shit about like modern music or the type of music that I liked. But my mom actually really adored music and has an insane record collection, mm. but like all like golden oldies, you know? And yeah. so I, uh, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Actually, I need to, I need to go through it sometime. You do, does she have, um, does she, she have she like has LPs, it. 45s, combinations? Oh, yes, yeah, nice. LPs, mostly LPs. Right, and great, uh, great. she still has her like original record player from God knows when. And uh, yeah, so I, I grew up to, to my mom like, yeah, just always listening to the oldies. And then I loved the oldie, like golden oldies as a kid yeah. and listened to a lot of music from that era. Um, but then, you know, kind of forgot about that as I, as I got older and shittier and, you know, in my teenage <laughs> years and angry at my parents and thinking my parents sucked and whatever. Um, yeah, just, just not crediting them at all for my own appreciation of music. Yeah, no, I hear you. And I think I'm the same, cause I hated it. I hated listening to that stuff like driving around I was like oh come on why can't we put on like I want to hear some fucking moist like moist, <laughs> throw, yes. throw, throw that yeah. on and that's that's real music like and then and like yeah. my dad be listening to like the fucking like Everly Brothers or something oh, um, or like Elvis um yes. but yeah you're right it took it took me to like much much later and now like I am totally into that and I've rated his record collection and they're all at my house now so that's awesome yeah Murray's got a pretty pretty great uh that's the way it record goes collection yeah a ton of cds how many cds are you at right now murray yeah you know what i haven't counted in a long time it's got to be like 2500 at least mm. cds 2500 yeah yeah you've been you've been, wow. you've been to their uh um their old place hey eh? right jen um at the apartment yeah yeah, yeah, they're yeah. All, like easily yeah. they're all up there yeah, all yeah the, they were, um, i mean back my my trips to the beat goes on were were things of legend just like wow. going in there and like just picking shit up. I love the bargain bin. I love that $2 bargain bin. So good. It's like the bargain bin, even the way yeah. you say bargain, like yeah. it sounds like a man who loves a bargain. It's true. Yeah. I do love a bargain. <laughs> love a good bargain. It also um, sounds you... very Waterloo region, man. Yeah. Oh, you know, born and raised. There you so. go. You're Did you go to the bargain heralds? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> bargain, bargain, bargain. It's a great spot. Oh, shit. Okay, Jen, last two last two uh, hot, hot seat questions. Oh, fuck. Okay, yeah. Still the hot seat. Hey, it goes uh, on forever. If you weren't a teacher, you'd be? Uh, I, I, okay, it feels silly saying it, but an actress, question mark? Ah, nice, nice. Yeah, my, I mean. I can see like... you on Murdoch Mysteries, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, like, you know, Drama was my other major. And uh, when I first got out of my undergrad, I thought that that was like the theater route was the route that I would take. And uh, I was shocked actually. So drama is my other teachable, French and drama, right? Um, but I only ever am involved in drama extracurricularly. 
but I used to think like when I went into teaching, like no lie, I was like, I don't want to help Boa's place. Like I don't want, I don't give a shit about like shitty kids on stage. <laughs> like that was. But you, you guys put on so many awesome, awesome and, productions. And 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 listen, I was so surprised at how like fulfilling <laughs> that was, yes, and like yeah. how I was like, oh, I don't, I don't need to be on stage to feel fulfilled in that way, and like I take so much joy and pleasure and and. Uh, yeah, putting on shows and, and watching kids like celebrating students and watching them kind of like take risks and just do amazing yeah. things. It's really cool. When when was yeah. the last time you you actually performed? Uh, it would, uh, that would be, yeah, not since university really in any kind of mm -hmm. real way, I would say. Yeah, so it's been a long time. I remember, I remember going to see this play at UW um, mm -hmm. I was, I had graduated, so I, you know, I think it was, I think I went with my little cousin, who's also okay. named, who's also named Mike, uh, because <laughs> my family is very original. <laughs> they, yeah. It's like, it's like, they're yeah. like, they're like, oh, we got Chris, Jeff, Nathan, Jason, Mike. Oh, what the fuck? We better yeah. start over. Mike again. <laughs> we, uh, we ran out of boy names. Um, so his name's Mike too. Um, mm -hmm. and uh, you know what? I, I don't, I don't remember the year, uh, when it was, but it was probably like mid two thousands, I'm going to say. Um, and the play was in modern languages, which oh, I'm yeah. sure you're familiar with. There's like a, oh yeah. A Theater in the round. Yeah. 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 Right? Mm -hmm. Um, and the play was, it was about like communist Romania or something. Okay. Um, <laughs> and then at, at one point, um, like the kind of, it's the stage went into darkness and you couldn't really see and you heard some shuffling um and then all of a sudden the two spotlights came right on to a dude just like spread eagle full frontal nude oh yeah and we were like fuck this is bold Love it. <laughs> this, this is, it, it was some like symbolism of how communism strips away your whatever blah 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 um yeah. but oh. yeah i was not expecting that so i mean uw theater does some bold shit wow over there, yeah so. they they sure do i had a yeah. you know full-on peen a full-on peen, yeah. Full I, definitely, peen. I was in a show where maybe, you know, there was maybe a little, a little, a little tit that flew out at one point. Ooh, you yeah, know, because yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's going to like raise your, your um, viewership, like your listeners, if that might attract some more hey, attention. You know what? Because... We're on the radio. You, you can't see tits on the radio. <laughs> so that's, that's a, that's a, uh, <laughs> Scissor can you imagine song. Scissor Sisters song, great song. <laughs> can you can you describe it in detail? No. Uh, yeah. Listen, I feel like that that is very much a part of the university theater experience. Nudity. It's like they nudity, nudity for real. It's like they want. I you guess you're to, trying to like push the boundaries. Right? Yes. Yeah, okay. yes. Okay. So that I mean, th this was a full nude, edge, full frontal nude guy, like in front of like I don't know how many people were there. Tens of people were attending yeah. this play. Um, but yeah. yeah, it was, it was, Wait, uh, and how old was your, how old was your cousin? And he was, a, he was in undergrad at the time. So, oh, okay. Yeah. We, I think we're like, everybody, everybody's, like, yeah, everybody's adults here. So yeah. Like, yeah. It was, it was yeah. fine. It was, it was fine. Yeah. Like no one was like, like, you know, there was no tomatoes or, yeah. you know, for, but you don't, the, the, the peen on stage is, you it's, know, it was it's, bold. It's shocking. It's yeah. It was very, uh, who was it? Uh, Daniel Rad Radcliffe. Is that who did the, yes, he did, he did the nudity, right? That was a big story for a while there. That's right. Yeah. 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 He was in some yeah, play the, where he was, where he was nude. Yeah. Was he shaking the Harry Potter image? Yes. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's the way to do it. You know, if you want to change your image, just peen out on stage. Just peen out. Peen out. <laughs> peen out on stage. 
Mm-hmm. That's good advice right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, Jen, last question, and then you're off the yes. hot seat. This All might, right. uh, this might, Give it to this me. might catch all the feels though. Morning oh, no. right okay. now. Okay. Uh, you pick either your favorite starlight memory or your favorite Jane Bond memory. Ooh. Oof. Um, oh, I, you know what? I'm going to go, uh, oh, that's a hard one. That is hard. Especially well, for- and there's, there, yeah, I have so many connections to both yeah. of them. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, in such different vibes, right? You're going for completely different reasons. But uh, I'm gonna pick Jane Bond, okay? Because uh, like, I would say Jane Bond is probably, well was and is, you know, the coolest bar in KW. It's just, it's a really cool place to go. I don't think you're getting any argument with that. That's so true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, It's just so chill. And the people that work there, like you can't walk in that place and not know someone. Well, I mean, I suppose, depending on who you are, I, but like, there's always somebody there who, you know, or somebody to talk to and it's, it's just so cool. And, uh, and someone that, you know, that you like, that you yeah, like, yeah. yes, Do you know yes. What I mean? like, yes, yes. So you're happy to run into for right. sure. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, so I've gone to a couple like special birthday parties there. So like when Attila, my husband turned 40 i had a like 40th birthday party for him there so that was i was there man it was great yeah and then um and then my my friend meg we had her 30th birthday there uh and and then it it, like the place turned into like a dance party you know we just had shit tons of people there and uh yeah it was it was great um yeah so thinking about those so i would say in general like so many good memories or or i just think of it if I think of the Jane Bond, just immediately I'm filled with like warmth and like a smile and just like a happy place. But those memories in particular of um, those birthday parties, I would say it were like very unique occasions because it was like it, it turned into like a dance party. And, and you know, what's interesting is the amount of times I tried to get people to go to Starlight, but, you know, at, at our age and our late 30s right people start thinking that they're too old to go to the club which we can get into later if you want but uh, that sort of stigma yeah um we can't but, but when it's a birthday party and especially one that's like uh, uh you're celebrating a, a decade right like first of all people are going to show up and then because it's not a club it's a little more of a chill like it's a yeah. chiller vibe right it's a bar um then people who wouldn't otherwise come out are coming out and they're dancing and having a great time. And yeah, when I think about uh, Jane Bond, it's sort of like those surprising nights, I think that that turned into big like dance parties that I, that just mm. filled me with a lot of, a cool. lot of joy. Yeah. And and we, we have to note that you're wearing a Jane Bond hoodie right now. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Wasn't planned, folks. That's why I changed the question up a little bit. Initially, I was just going to ask about your favorite Starlight memory, but then I was like, oh, you're wearing a, you're wearing a sweet hoodie there. So it makes Very sense nice. to incorporate it. Well, Jen, that's that was pretty cool. Good job, Good Jen. You. You're uh, off, the, off the hot seat. Now we nice. get to discuss more philosophical questions. I don't know. We'll fuck around with this, with, with this topic. We'll be back. All right. All right. Let's get right into it.
Dites-moi d'où il vient, enfin je saurai où je vais Maman dit que lorsqu'on cherche bien, on finit toujours par trouver Elle dit qu'il n'est jamais très loin, qu'il part très souvent travailler Maman dit travailler c'est bien, bien mieux qu'être mal accompagné Pas vrai Où est ton papa Dis-moi où est ton papa Sans même devoir lui parler, il sait ce qui ne va pas Ah sacré papa, dis-moi où es-tu caché Ça doit faire au moins mille fois que j'ai compté mes doigts hey. Où t'es papa, où t'es Où t'es papa, où t'es Où t'es papa, où t'es Où t'es où t'es Où papa, où t'es Où t'es papa, où t'es We're going to talk about music, obviously, but uh, <laughs> I think I, the the sort of direction that uh, I want to try to get this episode to go in, um, I know that, that Jen and Mike were kind of texting back and forth about um, what we could talk about, and it, it seemed they kind of landed on um, how this pandemic has kind of affected our musical tastes, maybe our habits, um, Yeah. the way that, uh, and maybe we can think more like, you know, societal or existential like you know how how <laughs> how we how we're going to view music moving forward because at some point like things are going to go back yeah. to normal i hope um but uh will will the way that we kind of view and enjoy music be be different in that new sort of like post-pandemic world whenever that happens so mm-hmm. um so i guess my first question and, and it's for jen since you're our, our guest host here like what was your relationship to music before the pandemic? I mean, we're, we're approaching kind of like the almost one year anniversary of, uh, I mean, I go, I go by when school shut down, but like, I mean, yeah. Um, obviously the first cases of COVID happened, I think sometime in it was, January. It was January. Yeah. But um, yeah. What was music to you before the pandemic? Like, how did you, what was your relationship to it? How did you, how did you listen to it? Like, what did it mean to you before the pandemic? Right. Uh, yeah, so I mean, music had uh, played a huge role in my life, always had, but like particularly, um, I would say in the in the let's say the five years prior to the pandemic, especially, um, and it seemed as though that's when Attila and I really got into going out, and we were really regularly going out. So Attila's been a DJ at Starlight that you mentioned, which is now closed. R.I.P. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So sad. One of the, so uh, yeah, one of the, uh, um, the deaths of the pandemic, if you will. But anyway, he was a regular Saturday DJ there for, um, their night that was called global warming. So that was obviously a huge part of his life, which obviously, which then is a huge part of my life too. Right. I would go a lot to watch him and dance and whatever, go with friends. Um, but and, and of course that affects our family too right that he's not go- going and doing this on saturday nights but um we went out a lot like we went to a lot of festivals we went to um we, coda i would say is sort of a regular club that we would go to in toronto so going to toronto on a friday night became an almost it was like a uh by like we would go like one or two times a month, I would say. Right. We were going to Toronto to go to some kind of show. Um, so it was, yeah, a very big part of our lives. And and actually it's funny, you know, because that's been completely shut down. Like it's a stark change for us and a stark change for me, I'll say. Um, not going out, we talk about that a lot and, and how uh, it, it sounds like 
really um, terrible to say, or, or like just like really cheesy to say, but we talk about how for us, like going to a club and listening to, or I won't say a club, I'll say like a show and, and seeing a DJ that we really enjoyed was like our church. You know, it, it felt like it was, uh, it felt spiritual and that yeah. like, connection that you make with the community that's there um, is, is really uh, unparalleled. It's, it's really, really special. And I, and I, it's something that I thrive off of. It's a huge part of my personality, not just the music piece to it, but the going out and meeting people who are like, like-minded or at least like-minded in terms of interest and striking up conversations and just having um, just an amazing time and an amazing night. And, uh, you know, being parents of young kids, it was like this, uh, holding on to our youth and an escape from, um, and we love being parents, of course, but like going out and, and doing that, uh, having kind of like an adult night with like friends and, uh, or, or just each other was pretty cool. So, you know, doing like Attila doing that on the weekly and then us going out in a greater sense multiple times a month. Like it, it's, it's been huge. It's been a, a really big loss. Um, and for a while at the beginning of the pandemic, Attila was going on Twitch every once in a while and, yeah. you know, streaming himself, DJing. That shit was cool, man. Yeah. yeah, it was, it was, it was fun. And and then that kind of died out too. And I, and I, I don't even really know why and he didn't really know why either but it's just sort of like you lose that spark a little bit yeah. that that interest but um recently uh over the holidays we Attila made this like because we have he, his decks are set up and all of his records are set up in our living room on our main floor which is you know it's pretty intrusive to kind of our main living space but we love it like in the past like having friends over having house parties or whatever it's like that's where you want your huge speaker system to be that's where you want like the music to be not hidden away in the basement or in some room where nobody's going to be um so we've like you know started doing just like parties at two or with the kids or whatever and playing music again and, and bringing that think of that we stopped playing music but just bringing it back in a in a more real sense and and until like starting to like dj again even if it's just for us uh and he recently set up this um this lighting system so they're audio <laughs> reactive led lights oh wow and, yeah. oh yeah so it's like we call it club schmillion and uh love it love it yeah it's kw's <laughs> hottest club um very very exclusive it has and everything we, <laughs> yeah, it has everything. Um, only our family's allowed. Uh, of course. Yeah, but um, it it is like I I find that I'm not, um, and I don't know what, how, what you guys have been doing, but I'm not seeking out new music in the same way, and, and I don't know what that's about. I'm trying to like figure that out. But but um, like, were you were you seeking? Did you did you find that you were seeking or at least stumbling upon new music pre-pandemic because you were going out and and kind of going to see shows or or bumping into people and, and be like oh have you heard of that like or is that part of it or is it just because we're at that that vintage now where we just don't don't bother anymore? No, I I think that I definitely was seeking out new music and and one of the ways in which I listened to music other than that was you know listening to Spotify in the car while like going anywhere like driving to work for example 
And so, you know, like that's one of the ways in which I often find new music. Well, like my friends introduce me or Attila introduces me to a lot of new music. But if I'm seeking it out on my own, I'm kind of relying on like Spotify to introduce it to me, right? With right. like their, like, what are those lists called? Like um, the Radar, oh, I can't even remember the, the names of the lists or whatever, but where, where they're recommending music that you might like. And I just find I'm not accessing those lists anymore. Like I, it's, it's almost like, I'm just like a, what is it? What does it matter? I, 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 I don't, and, and, and I don't know, cause it's not as though oh. it doesn't exist. Like it's out there. There's it's still, a lot of it's like, still being made. Yeah. It's still it's there. It's still yeah. being made. And, and in mm -hmm. fact, there's probably some really, not that there's probably, there is like some really cool and interesting stuff that's happening because of the pandemic. Right. And, um, yeah. but I think that for me, um, I, I can't separate my connection to music with like also a connection with like freedom and liberty and mm. um, like living for the weekend. And, and so I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I'm associating finding new music with um, just being like, no, I, I don't want to do that because I know it, it's for nothing, which is a stupid attitude to have. I know it makes no sense, but just thinking like, oh, we're, you know, where am I going? What am I doing? I like, there's nothing new. Um, hmm. So I don't know if I'm kind of just clinging on to same old, same well, old because of that. Yeah. And, and for me, like I, it, kind of the, kind of in the similar boat, um, new music has been hard to come by. Um, and like, we're still, I'm still listening to music around the house all the time. Uh, but I find myself going back to old favorites more mm -hmm. these days so like whenever we cook we're listening to music when we're cleaning up like doing dishes mm -hmm. we're, we're always listening to music but it's always been it's always been sort of uh the older stuff I haven't sat down in a while um because this is something that I would normally do um and just like find shit that I'd never yeah. heard of before and just like yeah. you know uh a lot of the times on like you know YouTube music or whatever it is they'll say people who listen to this also listen to this and I'd like scroll through them and be like, yeah, I know that, know that. And I'd be like, oh, it's this one. This is a new one. And I'd listen to like five of their songs and uh, see, right. see if I like it. But yeah, yeah, I haven't, I haven't done that. I haven't done that in, in a long time. And I think for a lot of the same reasons as you described, Jen, just, uh, you know, wanting a certain comfort these days um, in, in the music that I'm listening to. I just haven't explored anything new. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Uh I, I think I, I agree with the, the, both of you. I think the, the, uh, my listening habits, I don't think they've changed too dramatically anyways in the last, I would argue the last probably five or maybe in this like decade, like I stuff that I listened to in late high school, early university, it, I, you know, those, a, a lot of those bands have had longevity. So I still listen to some of their stuff. Um, but like what Marie said, like, I think this pandemic, it's one of those, um, elongated extended periods where um where music is something that like you can share obviously within your household but it's such a it's it's ear candy like it's I don't know how many times I've just kind of like sat on the couch and 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 either listened to music with my headphones on or or like had a record on and kind of played it kind of lower and listened all the way through because it was just like I, I want it was it felt like it was the only way I could consume that music and mm -hmm. it felt it felt uh right's not the the correct word either but it just felt like how how I, I should be consuming that music in this like kind of like yeah 
with the backdrop of the pandemic happened. Like, I mean, I, I, I mean, I don't know, like I'd have to go through and look at what I've been listening to, but I definitely wasn't, I don't think I was listening to a ton of like dancey shit. I mean, right. Um, like when I looked at like the, the music I did listen to is a lot of it was like kind of folkier, softer stuff. I mean, Murray and I can talk about the Taylor Swift albums a lot. <laughs> Phoebe Bridger's album. Like I think, I think oh, their yeah. albums, their albums made during the pandemic or released uh, just when it kind of hit that were, I think either um, reflected what it, what it was like living in the pandemic, but also I think like, without getting too political, like I think the last four years too, what life is like for, for individuals, I think, depending on, you know, which walk of life uh, they identify with. I don't know. They're, yeah. It, it's interesting. Like I, um, I, and I, Jen, I know, cause I know you, that, that's a big part of, of your like uh, extracurricular is not the right word either, but I know, I, I, I know that you, that's how you consume music. Like it, it's music that yeah. you want to share with people yeah. Um, and it's interesting that you mentioned it was like a loss. Like I looked at your face too, when you said it, it was like you had lost like a, like a loved one. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it feels that like way. it was heartbreak. And, like it looked like heartbreak. Yes. Yeah. And, and there are times where, um, I, I, like, it sounds ridiculous to say, but where I, I, like it's all so talented and I mean you guys know you've heard him like DJ yeah, before. Yeah. And, and um and and I and I miss him doing it and so I want him to do it and I want to hear him but there are times where I don't because it just makes me sad like where I feel like this is a life that this used to mean escapism. This used to mean the weekend. This used to mean like oh yeah you know you you live for the weekend right you um you drudge through the every day and, and, and I don't think of my life as being like that, but mm-hmm. you know, the, the getting together with friends and the celebration, or, or even if it's not friends and it's just you, but like it, um, when every day feels more or less like groundhog day, and that's not to say yes. there haven't been plenty of joys in the pandemic or, or even plenty of joys with music. But um, mm. there are times where uh, yeah, just uh, like, listening to certain things it, it makes me deeply sad like thinking about oh what this used to mean or how I would like how I used to consume this or where I used to listen to this track in particular or um yeah and I and I feel like this longing it it sort of highlights this loss mm-hmm. of being with people and being with friends and and, and Jen, you're you're definitely uh, have a unique perspective because I feel like you're on the the ground floor with, I, I mean, I consider DJs musicians, um, and mm-hmm. I think a lot of people would yeah. would feel the same way. But um, I I mean, we like obviously we we can complain because it does suck. Um, but the pandemic and the fact that things are closed down has hurt musicians more than basically anybody else. Um, it's for artists, it's, yeah, they're already, yeah, yeah. Art, yeah. This, I mean, it's been it's their livelihood. Right. And for like, you know, most bands and most musicians, you know, even like really good ones that would let, you know, that we know, like that are kind of mid range, but are, you know, really good bands playing live music is how they make their money. Um, it's, it's how, it's how they live. Um, that's where they get the majority of their, of their money from, um, to, you know, afford their house and their food and their livelihood. Um, and they can't do that 
they can't do it right now. Um, and the double edge, you know, the kind of like, it's like, oh, fuck, things are closed. But the other issue is that like streaming is also down. Um, mm. And it's like kind of counterintuitive because you figured like, hey, we're all at home. We're probably streaming music all the time. Um, but people are, you know, one way to stream music, but the big streamer is like bars and venues. And if they're, if they're closed, they're not getting their streams and people tend to stream music on their commute as well. Jan, you Mm -hmm. mentioned that, uh, nobody's going into work. I know, I don't know about you guys, but we talked about it earlier, but yeah, I roll out of bed five minutes before I got, I got my first meeting of the day or whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm not listening to music, um, on the way to work anymore. Uh, Mm -hmm. and it's, it's killing, it's, it's killing musicians and you can see, you know, people, people on Twitter have been like pretty candid, um, you know, Torque Campbell from the stars is kind of one of them, like being like, we need some fucking help. Um, or, you know, at, at the end of this, nobody's going to be left. Um, obviously the big bands, you know, your Pearl Jams, your Taylor Swift's like they're, they're going to be fine and that's great. Um, but like bands that are, that aren't at that level are really having a tough time and really struggling. I mean, you think about those critical years too for artists, like uh, especially young artists starting out, right? Like I, uh, and even if we go kind of beyond sort of mainstream music listening and we consider um, like, I don't know, musical theater artists or whatever. And of course I have plenty of former students where that's the direction that they took. And then, and you know they're scared like they're literally scared and it's been like you said like almost a year now and they haven't been working or doing anything and what is going to happen to those people what's going to happen to that industry yes but that being said I have I think I'm an eternal optimist Mm. um and I have this hope that um we're going to experience a roaring 20s once again you know uh like if you think about the the roaring 20s from the 1900s you know and what what the world had just gone through and then what it became like the celebration of having like oh we just got over all this shit and i and i i think we're experiencing something similar to that and that when we you know when you mentioned this earlier angel and you said you know when, when we do get through this and i hope we do and 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 i think that that is the outlook that we will yes you know and and um i don't know when when this like completely back to normal will be and even like you know what is back to normal and and obviously right. things will have changed and we're forever changed and the world is forever changed and whatever but um i think that there will be this celebration and there will be this boom and it will probably be um not without its issues and (laughs) oh like like kind of kind of stresses that will erupt from that but also I think it will be this beautiful thing and I and I imagine you know kind of going out and being out with people again and not just in a oh it's summertime so we're vaguely allowed to be (laughs) on an outdoor patio with people but I mean like be with people in a real sense yeah and when um crowded bar yeah exactly a a crowded bar a crowded area and um I think that that unity that um 
that oneness, I think it'll be incredible. And um, mm. yeah, so really. I, it's Jen, I think you're, I think you're right because you know, my earlier speech, I always like to, you know, when, whenever I give like a talk or anything, I always like to, you know, start off with the downsides and then, you know, I always like to leave with a message of hope. So, I mean, there is, there is a lot of, uh, there is a lot of encouraging signs um, in, in the music world. Um, one, I mean, as soon as it is over and bands are allowed to tour again, it's going to be a fucking free for all. And like, yeah. everybody's going to get out there and there's probably going to be amazing festivals being like, we fucking did it. Like COVID's over and it's going to yeah. attract like so many great bands and like so many great artists. And it's going to be really cool. Um, two places like Bandcamp have exploded. Um, and Bandcamp is a really cool, I guess, online community. Um, and the nice thing about them is that all the money goes to the artist. So anytime you buy something from Bandcamp, um, it goes 100% goes to the artist. So you can buy a song, you can buy a, you know, a digital copy of their album, a, a hoodie, a t-shirt, whatever. Um, and it all goes to them. And like so many just local artists, big artists, whoever can get on Bandcamp. And that's a really cool website. So places like that are really helping out. And then the other thing that I read today is that apparently like sales of like musical instruments, guitars, drums, keyboards, mm. um, and lessons are just through the roof. Uh, so people are really like picking it up as a, as a hobby. Um, and hopefully they'll unleash what they've learned on us uh, in this new like Renaissance or Renaissance, Jen, how do you pronounce it? Renaissance? <laughs> Renaissance? Re Renaissance? Yeah, yeah, I think you got Renaissance? it. Yeah. <laughs> is that, is yeah, that right? Um, but yeah, I think it's coming, like Jen. I think, I think you're right. I think, Renaissance. Yeah. Rena yes, I think it's going to be, uh, I think it's, you know, it's going to be, might be a long time, but I like that Roaring Twenties analogy. People are just yeah, going to get fucking crazy and it's going to be awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I hope so. I really do. And, uh, and you know, and I hope that we bring with that, of course, like all the lessons and all the revolution and the spirit of everything that has come out of fucking yes. 2020. And, um, <laughs> it's 2021 yeah, I, now. Yeah, I, I look, I do, uh, I feel, like I said, I feel optimistic and I'm, um, I'm hopeful for what lies ahead. And I can only imagine like I said, I know there's like, there's plenty of new stuff that has already been created and that's going to keep coming. Right. And then, um, all of the, all of the, uh, even, even stuff that hasn't been created, that is a reaction to what mm, has happened yes. and to being like locked down and depressed as fuck. And, and, and we know that we know that amazing things come from darkness. Right. Yeah. And, um, so I suspect that in terms of the music industry in particular, that some really, really special things are going to happen. And who knows what, um, you know, what, what is club culture gonna look like? What is nightlife culture gonna look like? And are there going to be more folks that go out that are of an older generation as well that that feel that have been so locked down as well that feel like, you know, I wanna, I wanna go out and I wanna get out there and, um, you know, I want to celebrate. Yeah. I mean, so Jen, do you, do you want things to go back to what they were pre COVID or is there, is there another kind of like, is there another sort of step above that? Or, or were you pretty content with, with, with what it was like pre COVID? And I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's my question. Yeah. I mean, it, it depends, like, obviously, you know, to contextualize the question, I, I mean, it depends on, on on how you're framing it, right? Because of course, 
I don't want to go back pre-COVID to a world pre-George Floyd, for example. Mm. And, Mm -hmm. and, you know, I I mean, that's touching upon obviously other things, but um, we can't go back to that world. That world does not exist. And and especially like fucking Trump world and Mm -hmm. all that bullshit. But um, which of course is still very much an issue right now. Uh, But do I want to go back to a world where people are, um, you know, free and joyous and going out and celebrating and being together in like groups and in community? Yeah. And I I wanted, and I wanted to go even beyond that. And I, and I think that this desire, this need, this recognition that we are not islands, that we are, that humans are meant to, um, you know, we're communal creatures and that we, and it really does take a village and we are meant to be together and we're meant to uh, coexist and we're meant to connect and relate. I, For me personally, I mean, that sense is going to be stronger than ever I actually imagine the first time mm. like <laughs> I, I, I like I, you know going out for the first time and and just I just imagine like fucking kissing everybody on the mouth or like Yo, giving everyone you know. like a real goddamn hug yeah. yes yeah. everyone yes. not just people here everyone, everyone. Yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> and, and I've said it I've said it before and like one of the things that I miss the most it's not just the going out because I love going out socially you know with a couple other friends and, you know, having a couple beers at Ethel's or going down to Arabella park or heading to Jane Bond or, you know, whatever it is. And just, you know, going out just, just socially and going to places. But one of the things I really missed is running into people that you just don't know that well, and that you Mm -hmm. only really see out, Uh, Mm -hmm. whether it's someone from the neighborhood or like, you know, uh, a guy who works at your job, but, you know, not in the same department, but you kind of see each other or, you know, just like a friend of a friend, right? And just that that casual saying hello, um, yes. like how it's just, just people who you didn't intend to see because yeah. I haven't seen those people. Okay. Uh, like obviously with our friends and our family, like okay. our good friends and our family, we, we keep in touch, but there's people who you know who are maybe in the second or third or fourth circle um, yeah. of your social circle, circle that you would see once in a while. And it's always fun. It's always great. But you, yeah. I haven't seen them in almost a year or heard yeah, anything well, from them in almost a year. Listen, you guys, for example, I mean, we played volleyball together. We saw each other once a week. Volleyball, if, volleyball if champions, by the way. Volleyball champions. Yeah. Yes. You know, so I'm a multi, less. if you listen to the last episode, you, 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 you connected the dots that I am now oh, a sport champion. Yes. Yes. Um, Mary. Just, just by volleyball the way. and crokinole. We've, we've, <laughs> Crokinole. I believe it was ball hockey, volleyball, and crokinole, ball as, is as, as well as the 1997 board game Siege. Oh my god! But, uh, yeah. Right. Okay. I mean, I I don't know if I need to throw out my Canadian lawn bowling championship oh, fuck in there. Yes, you do. No, but, yeah. I can edit that out. I can edit that out. That's fine. <laughs> you will keep that in. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. Um, yeah. You, you, but like you know, you you forget the people that you haven't seen you know yeah. and even going into work like fuck like when when school was on when we were going to class like I was still just going in and walking to my classroom every day I didn't see anyone you know I I saw like a couple of people but it was just like boom straight to my classroom yeah, yeah. that like that semblance of normalcy like I, I mean I was happy to to um to be at an actual workplace but like 
Yeah, the the day when that that fucking that veil is lifted and it's no longer a, a facsimile or semblance of what it used to be. And again, I agree with you. It should not be what it used to be. And I already kind of like feel um, some like tangible changes happening, and that when things are back to what we remember them to be, mm-hmm. it's not going to be the same normal. That's for sure. And I'm actually okay. Yeah. I'm totally good with that because I think yeah. I think there's a lot of real huge things that are coming up mm-hmm. um I'm, I, I am a little nervous I gotta say that there's gonna be a bit of pressure that oh you've got to do it all like you haven't done you haven't done anything in a year so it's like you got it in that that for a little bit we are gonna feel some anxiety about just like you gotta fucking do this and you have to see that and you can't say no to anything and yeah. you gotta take this on and do this and go here and and um I can I can see that being initially a bit of a problem actually People are going to roam the streets like drunken buffalo. (laughs) But I mean, like, I'm I'm cool with that. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't do that too, but like, I'm cool cool with that. Like, yeah, um, yeah, I I don't know. Um, Man, that, Jen, I got to say that Roaring Twenties analogy just fucking like floored me. I'm like, yo, I'm uh, a good one, eh? I'm thinking about that, but I, I think there's good. I'm, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I don't know if there's going to be kind of like a drop dead date. If, if that's the case, like if it's yeah. like all of a sudden, like, all right, July 15th, like everything is back open. <laughs> People are going to fucking go nuts. I feel like it's going to be more a gradual thing. Of course which, it is. Which will be helpful yes. for everyone's <laughs> livers and like, you know, all that, all that stuff. But, but I actually, I actually want for um, just the movie montage sort of idea of it. I love the idea of the slow emerging from your house and just like everybody coming out, like, yeah. you know, brand new yeah. baby dinosaurs and then fucking it'll be like the the end of return of the jedi which shows all the celebrations on all the different worlds (laughs) everyone's fucking partying ewoks are drumming on stormtroopers heads it's gonna be sick so which party are you attending in that star wars final (laughs) montage realm Oh, and, I would have been. I would have been on. And the Andor. answer is Ewoks. And I would have yeah. been on Andor, yeah, Andor, with yeah. the Ewoks, because I would have been. Yeah, hundred percent. Right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And also and they, that they're your people. I those mean, Ewoks know how to fucking party. Too. They know how to party. And a lot of yeah. Ewoks gave their lives for the fucking rebellion sure. that day. So sure. that was uh, they're they're good people, for sure. They're good, good people. Ewoks. <laughs> a lot of Teddy Ruxpins died. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. Uh, but it's gonna be it's gonna be a different world, and I, I have I have like a list here of just some like possible you know good things that can emerge, and mm. I'll just kind of like I'll run through it, and maybe we can just give our thoughts quick because I feel like we're bordering on like another three hour episode. Fucking who cares? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> no, no, okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Okay, so number one, um, we know because of you know COVID, and we're all kind of you know locked down. Uh, we know that that global carbon emissions they're down. They're down by eight percent worldwide. Yeah, eight percent. Wow, pretty big. Yeah, people just start nothing. driving, right? I mean, it's cars and it's industry. And it's all this stuff. So, I mean, yeah. bright side. We're looking on the bright side. Yeah, here. yeah. Um, big one. Less bed bugs. Less bed bugs. People. Yeah, people Fuck. aren't people aren't moving around as much, so they're not transporting them. Hmm. Oh, okay. Mm. Less bed bugs. Um, another big one here, which I think is actually important. I mean the bed bugs for sure, but uh, <laughs> there has been a there's been a pretty big focus on you know who is and isn't 
you know, quote or unquote, an essential worker in our society. Um, we know that people who, you know, maybe had jobs that were viewed as unskilled, which is a term I hate. Um, oh, it's the shittiest term. I don't think that an unskilled job There's exists. no job. Exactly. Yeah. There's no job that's yeah. unskilled. Um, but, you know, these people are now essential workers and rightfully so. Um, mm -hmm. so that can push to hopefully some good things for them, like a, you know, living wage so they can no actually shit. work and have a fucking yeah. house and food and shit. Yeah. Fuck. And now if we can just get that, uh, paid sick leave up there too. No shit. Yep. That would be, that would be big. So, I mean, that's, they've kind of been highlighted, right? Like these are, you know, these jobs have basically kept society going, um, for the last year. So let's pay them. Like that's, that's what happens. Um, I, th I think there's been a good focus on hygiene and hand washing. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, yes. Yeah. I would agree with that. Yeah. That's coming back. Yeah. I, I, I will say I, I think I considered myself a hand washer pre COVID and I, I don't think I was. <laughs> yeah. Like, everybody's, you know, everybody's <laughs> up their game. Everybody's up their hand washing game. I mean, the idea that I would have a meal now without washing my hands first yeah. is is absurd to me and when yep. i think about the amount of times i did that pre-covid pre oh, like every meal yeah i mean yeah every, oh not yeah. since you were kids when your parents were like wash your hands right yeah yeah i'm not doing that shit i'm a fucking adult mom fuck, fuck you listen i'm listening to moist <laughs> so gross especially wash your hands <laughs> uh what else do we got um well i mean a big one is how we work now right I, I feel like uh yeah you know a yeah. lot of people you don't really need to go to a place to do your to do your thing anymore i think a lot of jobs still do but you know not a lot yeah not a lot really uh need you don't really need to uh drive to work every day and we know working from home is basically good for everybody it's good for the worker yeah. and it's good for the company yeah so yeah recognizing that 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 is a possibility like this, this bullshit of saying like, well, you've got to come in. It's like, mm. no, no, you Not don't. Really. And, that, and, and, we, and that's going to be huge. And we just that proved it for the last, you know, year that maybe we don't yeah. really need to, uh, we don't really need to go in there. Um, the other thing too, and again, this is something that maybe a lot of people have already known for sure. Um, but it's definitely put a spotlight on a lot of inequalities that exist mm -hmm. in our society. Yeah. So maybe now that they're being recognized, There'll be a lot more pressure to do something mm -hmm. about it in yeah. the future again we're all optimists here so that's what we're going for yeah and then last but not least people stop drinking corona beer went down <laughs> sales dropped like yeah man the show you should only be drinking modello oh i love i love modello, human man. beings Woo! so <laughs> modello is the cartel beer so all right, all right. So this is uh this is this is a true story. That's fucking. Um, so people are dumb. So obviously, like coronavirus, I can't drink Corona because I'll get the fucking COVID coronavirus, right? Of course. Um, there was uh, early 1980s. It just launched. Um, there was like a candy, and it was like a dietary, like low fat, low sugar candy, and like commercials had just started. Um, you know, early 82, 83. Um, and the candy was called AIDS. No fucking way. No yeah. way. And then, and then like so a year they... later. <laughs> yeah. Wow. We know. Wow. What so and was that, was that A-I-D-E-S? 
you know what i i don't know if it was if it had an e or not okay um maybe okay. like like it like aid like an aid like a like a person who helps you does that yeah, have an e? an e yeah, yeah. yeah okay. it does so maybe but that's not candy. It, Never mind. Yeah. Maybe it was, maybe it had an, an E. It didn't matter. It was called AIDS. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and on that note, can we just talk about that's a real misnomer for AIDS. I mean, that's not aiding anyone. No, no it is you know? not. No, actively reversed. Yeah. I think that might I think that might be an original thought, guys. Nobody's <laughs> nobody's thought about that before. I mean, no, that's, I mean, that's, <laughs> you just coined that, Jen. Oh my god. But I mean, you you're not gonna find that on the market anymore. <laughs> And if you YouTube it, you can find the commercial. It's like, try AIDS. <laughs> it's, it's really, really bad, but it was real. It was a real thing and a real, just the, some of the most unfortunate timing. That's brutal. For, for any company. That's fucking brutal. Damn. Crazy brutal. times, man. Yeah. On that note. Yeah, Jen, I got to say, I, I like... Uh, I mean, when, when we record these, it's always, uh, you talk about escapism and like, I mean, this is, this is a fun hour, hour and a half for Murray and I to just kind of shoot the breeze with, with, a, with another person or sometimes two people. And, um, sometimes we like to have multiple partners. Yeah. I gotta say, I didn't, I didn't think I needed an episode more than any other episode. Like, mm-hmm. and like, this might be one of my favorites just because like, I, I, I know you to be an eternal optimist, but it, it was really just great to hear you articulate why we should be optimistic about. And, and, and yeah, like there, there's, there's stuff that we definitely should be, that we should be hopeful for. And I just, I think for the tens of people who are listening to this, I think that, that, that is definitely the message that I think that they should try and kind of gather from this. And that, and that is that like, there is, there is a there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Whatever whatever fucking cliche you want, yeah. and um, we just need to hold on a little bit longer. Yes. And that uh, when we get to that point, everything I think will be will be better. I think, yeah. right? Um, yeah. So can we, can we um, can we make a promise to each other, the three of us, that we will we will go out sometime when all this shit is over and we will sometime and embrace oh one, dude yes one long embrace yes i, I want to pour pour alcohol down both of your mouths <laughs> and i want you to do the same to me that would be lovely yeah. that do would it. be yeah that's a dream tarp tarps yeah. off tarps off <laughs> tarps off peens tarps out peens out tarps <laughs> off yeah, tarps <laughs> oh my god yes part out no, no. Like I said, you, you can play the you can play the Will Ferrell clip clip here. The I will leave you in. <laughs> oh my God! So you can oh, guys, this was Jen, a choice. Th- yeah, thank, thank you. you for having me. This yeah, thanks amazing. for coming on, Jen. Come this on great. anytime, please. Yeah. And uh, thank you. Appreciate it. This was. Uh, it's a good time. I, I don't want to say surprisingly uplifting because I know you. Again, I know you to be a pretty positive person, but I appreciate I appreciate you and I appreciate you being on. So. Uh, well, I appreciate the two of you. Thank you for having me. This is this is amazing. What a fun night. Thank you so much. And all that's left to do is to have Moist play us out. No, we're not playing any goddamn Moist. Take we're it away, David Usher. We're playing the Lame Is song. We're playing Here comes song. Resurrection. No. Here it comes. No. Moist. Abierto Pablo Moose, everybody. Moist. <laughs>
One day more Another day, another destiny This never-ending road to Calvary These men who seem to know my crime Will surely come a second time One day I more I did not live until today How can I live when we are One day more Tomorrow you'll be worlds away 